0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the cattle markets for Wednesday, March 6. Cattle markets yesterday getting a bit more pressure, fairly quiet in live cattle but still slightly lower for the day. Feeders continuing to get a bit more pressure to the downside as well. And we ended up with the feeders kind of retesting those lows from uh, a couple days ago and and kind of hovering at the the bottom of a, a pretty small trading range. But basically, the feeders, even though they were down for the day, they did show pretty strong bull spread action, kind of opposite of what we saw the previous day where it was definitely a bear spread type of thing. Now we see the bull spread snap back. So it's interesting price action despite just being lower. We're seeing the cash trade uh, develop. We saw a few thousand head trade at around 128 on the Fed trade. That's Pretty much unchanged with last week. Dress trade around 205, that's also unchanged from last week. Box B values were slightly higher. Choice was up 49 cents at 224. Select was up 58 cents at 218. The spread is sitting at 625. Movement 115 loads. So the cattle market probably going to see another week of cash trade, at least steady from what we're seeing in the early trade to a bit higher. Weather is still an issue, very cold across the northern plains, a lot of wind that dips down into the central plains and the Midwest, and now that cold is shifting over deeper into the Midwest and to the east. So we're just, just doesn't seem to be much relenting from Mother Nature. And so as long as that's happening, you've got logistical issues, you've got cold, you've got stressed cattle, that's going to continue to slow down the weight gains. And we saw that the dressed weights from last week were down sharply from the previous week, so it's clearly having an impact in the feedlots. They're current. They're they're pushing out what they can, but it's been a stressful situation for, for some of these feedlots ever since early December, which is remarkable in itself, but uh, that's going to cause major disruptions in the cattle space. Not only the marketings, but the placement patterns, and then that's going to alter your marketing pattern down the road so you know we're going to be looking for bigger swings in the cattle market the trends are going to be i think the longer term trends are going to be kind of overwhelmed by these short-term logistical and and fundamental changes to the normal pattern in the cattle space so i think you're going to see bigger swings and you'll have a marketing hole you know, once these cattle get pushed out, which is probably going to be more like April, then you're going to see a marketing hole probably develop. Right about the time you'd be putting in some significant pressure to the market as you get into the June-July time window, and then you'll see another uh, placement disruption. But as you get into, you know, August-September, most likely you're going to see, you know, the placements that will be filling in in late March and through April those are going to be coming out in, you know, August, September. So I think, you know, you're going to see those normal seasonal patterns, but they'll be shifted back a month or two. And I think they'll be more intense because you just have everything bunched up at like an accordion type of of, uh, placement pattern and marketing pattern. So, you know, basically, you know, look for bigger swings in the market, look for more volatility, which does give you those those chances to get better hedges on and, and just just expect that whatever move you get in the market will probably be more pronounced over the next nine ten months I would say so it's going to be interesting but I still hold to my theory that feeder cattle will be a, a very good performer this spring we got good moisture in the southern plains and even if it turns dry you should at least get the grass situation off to a good start and even winter wheat if they can if they choose to graze it out uh, it you, you should have good moisture available. It will be a little delayed in the central plains as far as greening up, but the demand I think will be there. At the same time, the feedlots are looking for calves to be filling their pens once they finally get in a better uh, feedlot condition. So I again, look for wider, uh, more pronounced, more energy to the moves, and for them to contain a bit more volatility. And, uh, you know, from a seasonal perspective, feeder cattle tend to move higher in the spring anyway into early May as a common seasonal high. I, I think that there's a good chance from the, the reason that's a, a seasonal pattern is this just the normal fundamental structure to the market. I don't see why that would not be the case this year. And I see that you could be more pronounced this year, again, because of the, the kind of the bunched up placement pattern that we'll be seeing. So I still am pretty optimistic on the May feeder cattle that they have a good chance of just continuing to push their way higher into early May. Now they've kind of backed away from their trading range highs, which I think sets the stage for something bigger to the upside. But it's going to be, from a fundamental perspective, I think a a good opportunity for that market to, to show some good strength. Live cattle will probably be just the opposite. Once we get warming up here, which looks like it'll be a while, but uh, you know a few weeks but those cattle eventually will come out and they're going to be bunched up and they may not regain all their weight but just the sheer numbers I think will will be enough to pressure the market. Now the flip side of that is you do have the African swine fever spreading there's rumors floating that they're finding it in Canada I don't We there's nothing confirmed yet but I think just the fear is is out there obviously that it could spread over to North America in the Asian countries, where it's kind of epicenter in China, and especially a big drop in pork production, but also in pork consumption. That bodes well for beef. And uh, you know, the China, if, if they need U.S. beef, they'll find a way to get it, even with tariffs. You know, you can always import it through Hong Kong or other countries. But uh, there's probably going to be a notable increase in beef demand coming from Asian countries. Now Australia' has been able to fill a lot of that. China would have been buying from the United States, but Australia with their intense drought has seen a, a fair amount of herd liquidation. And normally that beef would come to the US, but it's it's being diverted to other countries because of our trade spat with China in particular. Uh, they've just they're just picking up Australian beef. Ultimately that will that well will run dry. But I think that uh, eventually U.S. exports should pick up the pace here. So there's there is a bullish component to the beef complex, but I think we'll probably experience a bearish leg first as we get into late spring, early summer, and then after that, then I, you know the live cattle I think have a pretty good chance of resuming some upward momentum through midsummer when you typically tend to see the markets under pressure things are just skewed they're they're shifted and they're skewed and they're more compacted in the cattle space where they talk about lives or the feeders so whatever whatever trend at least short-term trend we get into i think will be more pronounced and again it'll have more energy to it so expect bigger swings a little bit more volatility and a shift in the seasonal pattern and a shift in in in, um, in the in the fundamental structure of the market. This will all be cleaned up by the time we get into the winter, unless we have more weather problems. But for this next you know, 9, 10 months, uh, at least 8 or 9 months, I, th- I think the, the cattle market, again, is just going to have bigger moves, and they'll be kind of shifted out a month or two. Any questions, just give me a call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.